Back with a look at this week's NRL fixtures for round 13. I'm joined by NRL legend and from the Sweet and Sound podcast, Jamie Soud. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Watsi. Uh, look, mate, I know that uh, the borders are shut, but so are uh, the Queensland teams. We should just shut them out of the NRL. They've been that bad this year, but... Uh Hopefully they start to improve this week. Oh, gee, and uh, we'll get to it later. But the uh, <laughs> the the, the, the uh, what we call it the local derby uh, time on it. It'll be too. Let's start with uh, Thursday night's game: the Dragons versus the Roosters. And I think this is a real worry game for the Roosters. Yeah, look, the Roosters are in a little bit of a flat patch at the moment, but they do it every year. They prime themselves for a finals run, and it's you know coming to that point where they all rest some guys or, you know, in inverted commas, drop some guys to be able to see who can uh, take the the test when they're, if called upon in a big game. So I'm expecting the Dragons, the last two weeks, the Dragons have jumped out to Leeds and conceded them. That's the big thing mm. for the Dragons. They've dropped Corey Norman, uh, rightly or wrongly. I think that, you know, to a certain extent, I think he's been unfairly treated by the Dragons and the coaching staff there. I think that um, they've put real pressure on him and not giving him a chance to play his style of footy. Uh, ben Hunt goes back to the half, which I think uh, you know doesn't in- improve the, the Dragon side. I think the Roosters will win just based on Tedesco and Kiri just tearing them up. But don't be surprised if the Dragons get off to a fast start. Two games on uh, Friday night, and it's time uh, that the Manly Seagulls uh, can bounce back to their best here against the Warriors. They were diabolical last week, weren't they, mm. the Manly Seagulls? They... For a team that was at home that had so much to play for, I thought I expected a lot more. And I still realise that they're missing some troops, but you've got to be able to win those games. At least, you know, turn up with your, your tackling, um, you know, your shoulder pads on to be able to get a, at least a contest. But they weren't good enough. The big out for the Warriors now is Blake Green going to the Newcastle yeah. Knights. He's been holding that ship together uh, this year. And, and the real thing for me, Watch, is that this team has got reserve players playing for them and has showed more effort than want and want than some of the other teams that have got their full squads yep. uh, and are using injuries as an excuse. I have no I'm not hiding behind who I think, you know, and we all know who's been using those excuses. Mm. So uh, Manly will win this, but yeah, the Warriors will give it a red hot crack. Second game on Friday night, the Rabbitohs take on the Broncos. Tricky one because the Broncos should have won last week. I thought that Dave Fafiti coming back. No Milford Funnily enough, might be a, might be a, an improvement for them. I think that you know, having him out and, and not having to try and play to him to get him in the game might be a bonus for Dearden. For uh, Fee to come back, as I mentioned, but South Sydney, if they don't, if they hold the ball, they will win. Uh, I think comfortably. They've just got too much attack in them. But who knows what's going to happen in this game? It could be thirty all. It could be ten eight. We're not yeah. really sure. But I think South will win. Two games on, uh, three games on Super Saturday. The Melbourne Storm take on the Bulldogs. Melbourne Storm, uh, no Cameron Smith, no problem though. Brandon Smith goes in there now. Everyone forgets that this fantastic player, the block of cheese, is actually the New Zealand number nine. So uh, I think Melbourne will get the job done there on the sunny coast. And congratulations to Chris Flannery and the sunny coast, uh, the Falcons there. They've done amazing. They have that stadium up and running and the first-class facilities that the Melbourne Storm are using. You can see why... Everyone's sort of working together, but the Melbourne Storm have a real home ground. Bulldogs last week, real grit and fight. That's, I don't think they deserve to finish last this year. I know the results will probably go against them, but they try in every game. They bust their ass. They've just been a little bit down on some skill in, in some key areas. So Melbourne Storm will win. And, and Cameron Munster, 
I reckon, starts to put himself back in the Daly M frame. The middle game on Saturday, a real tricky one to tip here. The Newcastle Knights take on the West Tigers. Loser of this, what's he, is gone. Yep. Uh, the loser of this is gone. Both sides struggling for form and consistency. The Newcastle Knights, if they turn up like they did on the weekend, they'll win this game. If they turn up like they did two weeks ago against the Bulldogs, they're going to get beat. Uh, Blake Green straight into the team. I think that'll help Mitchell Pearce and, and more importantly, help Callum Ponga with his game. Just getting him the ball in some different areas and over the advantage line a little bit more rather than just being one out and trying to come up with a big play. Uh, West Tigers, who knows what West Tigers we're going to get. They're back to being the team that finishes ninth every year. Some weeks they look like they're genuine top eight contenders. Other weeks they, they get beat by the Warriors and out enthused by a team that's got reserve players. So Newcastle to win. How, is, how hard is it for a bloke like Blake Green? I know he's match fit, etc., but just to don a new jersey and just drop into a number six role at a new club? Well, he's been to seven clubs, yeah. so um, I don't think he'll have a problem with it. The, the only thing is getting the calls down. Everyone has the same call anyway, but he's been around long enough. If it was a, if it was a 21-year-old, then I'd be a bit worried for Newcastle, but He's been around. He's played in the big games. And uh, as always, you get the game of the round on 2GB Saturday night. The Panthers take on the Raiders. Yeah, real uh, real test. You know, Penrith last week were really, really good. And they're flying at the moment. Uh, question if they need this down period where they just struggle against some teams uh, just so Ivan Cleary can reset the focus and, and narrow in on, you know, what, what is really a premiership window for them this year, the way the competition is going. Uh, the Raiders... Lots of talk about the Raiders. You know, oh, they can finish fifth. They can maybe still compete for the title. I want to see them do it against a, a real powerhouse in Penrith. I think Penrith win, but um, don't be surprised if the Raiders go into bunker mode and, and try and ambush the, the Panthers. Here it is, the local derby we've been waiting for. The Gold, <laughs> <laughs> the Gold Coast Titans versus the North Queensland Cowboys. I've got to say, though, Jamie, both sides in defeat last week were gallant and they tried really, really, really hard. Yeah, the uh, the weird thing about defeat, though, is it's still a defeat and you yeah. still lose. Um, look, I don't know. This game, you could flip a coin. I think that some weeks the, the Cowboys make some great strides and Josh Hannay's done fantastic well. I don't think he's the man to, to get them going forward. I think they need an experienced coach to come in there and nurture these youngsters through. And the Gold Coast Titans, they, again, they try hard some weeks, but this could be a week where they get blown out by 40. Uh, I actually think the Titans might win this game. North Queensland... I know they get Morgan back, but sometimes that's that's a blessing in disguise and other times it, it hurts you because you try and just rely on that person to get you out of the line. So, uh, But again, I wouldn't be surprised if it was 40 nil to the Cowboys. I've got no idea. <laughs> and round 13 winds out at five past four on Sunday where the Sharks take on the Eels. Yeah, the Eels are in a little bit of a flat period at the moment. They're still winning games, which is important, but they're probably not at their best um, that they have been throughout this period of dominance where they've been played some really good footy. They're the only team to beat Penrith this year. You know, it's a far cry from that side that we saw that night. So uh, I'm expecting them to be up for a, a game against a team that's quietly sitting in sixth and, and going about its business. Uh, the Sharks have got a pretty cruisy run home if they can all get fit and get on the field and get it together. So uh, I think the Sharks might upset the Parramatta Eels here. Last week was a scare for Parramatta, but uh, the Sharks, Moylan back, Maybe they just upset the apple cart. What's making news on the Sweet and Sour pod this week? Well, no Dear Diary, for those of you that are loyal listeners of uh, the big show, Dear Diary, he's actually applied for Holy Moly on Channel 7. <laughs> uh, so 
He's uh, he's in the round three. He's got the video up on Twitter at the moment. We're going to throw it up on Facebook and Instagram uh, on mine, Sour Official. So keep an eye out. We're trying to get the big show on the Channel 7's Holy Moly and... Uh, Put it this way, he would definitely fit in, that's for sure. Now, mate, big news out here in Longreach is the Beer Wars winner, bloke in a bar, has made its way to the Longreach RSL. Well, and it's a fantastic effort by Denon Kemp. I know he's making squillions now, but <laughs> uh, it's a really good drop. Make sure you get behind and if you go and see, uh, where's it at? What, what pub's it at? Longreach RSL. Longreach RSL, you might be able to get 5% off your first uh, bloke in a bar if you... If you tell them what's in, see how he set you there. If not, put it on what's his tab. <laughs> mate, thanks very much for your time, and we'll do it all again Sunday morning. Cheers, mate. Talk to you. 4LG.